Hello. Hello. It's Wednesday. It's new comic book day. I'm finally getting it down. Yeah. yeah. Where we can do this. It is June 31st. It is Wendy Pavanka's birthday. It's July 31st. <laughs> what did I say? June. <laughs> I finally get the day of the week right, and I can't even remember the month. <laughs> July 31st. Yes. Wendy Pavanka's birthday. So happy birthday, Wendy. Happy birthday. We love you. Without you, we probably <clears throat> would not be doing this. We just wouldn't be as inspired. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about our comics today. I'm, I am Heather. And I'm Champ, and this is Talk Comics to Me. Wednesday, July 31st. <laughs> New comics. Um, I'm going to go first um, for reasons... <clears throat> Every week now, this happens. For reasons that will become obvious after I talk about mine. Um, I have Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. This is issue four out of five. This is separate from the Archie and Sabrina little series within the Archie realm. Um, this is Sabrina first moves to her town of Greendale. Um, she becomes involved in like an actual witch hunt. <laughs> There's monsters trying to kill her because she's a witch, so she goes deep into her investigation trying to figure out the history of the town and why there's such a weird history with witches in that town. All the while <laughs> trying to juggle two handsome boys, which she actually you know, doesn't care about the love triangle itself, as I was explaining to Champ. But Because I asked all the questions <laughs> pre the podcast. Yeah. Um, so her aunts in this issue are missing, so she has to get all of her witchcraft shit together to find them. Um, that's seriously what, that's all that happens. <laughs> um, I do enjoy this series, despite the, you know, I don't know, the very, what is the word I am trying to think of? I actually have no idea. Like nonchalant, but very, um, you know, I don't but very chalant. I don't. Same time. I don't praise this comic as I should, but I actually really enjoy this comic. Is what I was trying to get at. That's it. There's one more issue, and it's the end of this tiny series. I'm sorry. How do you feel about the end? Um, I don't feel like there's any way they could mess it up because it's it's very clear as to like what's going to happen. Okay. Um, of course, happy ending. She's going to find her aunts. She's going to find the history of, you know, the, the witches. And then I think it's going <laughs> to lead into the Archie and Sabrina series in the Archie comics where she meets Archie and it's going to come together. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, good. That's it. Okay. Uh, I next have the very last issue of Paper Girls. And I will actually just be very calm and cool talking about it. Cool as a cucumber. Uh, so since Paper Girls started, it's been like absolutely probably my favorite favorite comic to read every single week it comes out. So this is just like a super, super bittersweet moment. Like it's just, I don't know, like it started in 2015. It's 2019 now. It's like four years of comic book reading. I'm waiting for the tears. Oh, I will not cry. Okay. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's bittersweet. I loved the ride. It was really good. Like, it was really great. It was a really well done time travel story and done very properly because it's just very full circle in what they have to do and where they need to end up. I don't want to spoil it for anybody just in case they do want to read it. 
because I think it's, I think it's worth it. It's, you learn so much about these characters and you come to love them so deeply and just like, you kind of just immerse yourself in your, their friendship and you know those friendships and I don't know, just like any childhood friendship, it ebbs and flows and, you know, it, it kind of captures that in a very perfect way, in my opinion. And it uses time travel as a way to do that. I think the most sad part of this book is almost the realest part of this book, like, as a whole, like, just growing apart from people, like, throughout time. So, I don't know. I say I say read it. It Now that it's over, you don't really have a, a lot to do. 30, 30 issues. Which isn't a lot for a series that's been going for four years, yeah. I feel like. No, well, and, you know, it's like any sort of <clears throat> Brian K. Vaughn book where... They do their their arc, mm-hmm. take a break, do an arc, take a break. So, yeah. I, like I said, not going to get emotional. Bittersweet. I, I feel good. I feel sad. I've got many emotions. Did shed a tear. I will pour one out for Paper Girls at some point, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just me and my sadness. But, I mean, if you ever want to read this, so we should do it together. Cause and would... you're satisfied with this ending. Oh, I'm so satisfied. Okay, good. It's, it's so good. Like, every moment of this last issue kind of brings together what's been great about this series. So, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, the colors are really cool for it. Oh, yeah. No, the that co- I know for a fact. Every, like, the colors are great for this book. All of the covers are great. Uh, is this a spread? Yes, this is a spread. I like. I, I never. Oh, yeah. Seriously, how did it take me up until the last like two issues to realize the whole entire issue is actually? I'm an idiot. Like, how the fuck did I do this? And the only reason I noticed that one time is because I dropped one while putting it out, and I was like, "Oh, it's a face." Okay. Like, God damn it. Yes. Okay, I'll go, because I got so many comic books this week. I barely have any, guys. We were all shocked. <laughs> we were all shocked. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had this ginormous pile. I next have Thanos, issue number four. This continues Teeny Howard's series on Thanos and Gamora's relationship, and this kind of delves more into the, um, the crew trying to mutinize and Thanos being... Like, well, I'll kill you all. And then Gamora also just being like, I'll, I'll win. It's really interesting. If you are interested in either one of those characters, I highly suggest this Thanos book. It's really, really, really good ride. How many books did you say you have? This is my favorite part of the song. <laughs> um, I, I have four. Okay. Four left. Should I go again? I have five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I next have Runaways, issue number 23. This actually might have been my favorite issue of Runaways. It was so good. Uh, Victor has entered Doombot's mind because they're both robots. Or, I mean, Victor's a cyborg. And Victor Vic- Stone? <laughs> oh, that. Okay, I was like, this- how many, like cyborgs named Victor do are in like the universe and then I just realized that this is Marvel 
the Victor I'm thinking of is DC. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, he is just trying to bring Doombot back since he got destroyed by the Gibberim, and they're still trying to feed the Gibberim who just craves souls, and they're going to give him a steak. Always hungry. And he's like, well, was this sacrificed? And they're like, well, kind of. So it was kind of funny. And then Chase and Gert kind of talked about their relationship. I don't know why. I just really liked that issue a lot. It was just very... It had that one line in it. Oh, yeah. The, that one line is very... Maybe that's why I liked it Because that's so why much. I liked it, and I didn't even read it. Uh, so while Victor is talking to Doombot in his head, I'm going to try to make sure... Yes, I found it. Uh he's trying to convince him that he's not evil or that he's not actually doom and he says doombot it's me victor i know you know me i'm your best friend and i can't do a good doom voice so i'm just gonna think say anyone can say it like i can and he said if that were true i would have already murdered you with my hand own hands dr doom has no need for friends it's just very it's great it's very, a good liner it's very doomy mm-hmm. like, for sure uh but very fun, like, non-committal series. You don't have to worry about too much seriousness, so if you're looking for something like that, Runaways. I always have a good time. Now now you go. Plus, it's written by Rainbow Rowell, and yes. she's just fantastic. Yeah, she's a very wonderful person. Um, oh, Speaking of her, I got really excited. She's going on that book tour in, like, October, mm-hmm. and she is coming. I know she is in Omaha, but she's coming to <laughs> Omaha through her little tour. So I'm going to go. And I'm going to say, hey, I work at the shop you shop at. <laughs> Be friends with me. So I have um, this V.E. Schwab Shades of Magic, the Steel Prince, Night of Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Just the title is too I know. much. I know. It's way too much. I don't know why she needs to put her name like that on everything she does. It's like the lady from the dollhouses in the 80s. The books. Yes. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I realize that make no, makes no sense out of context. The, the dollhouse doll lady. Uh, v. Uh, V.C. Andrews. Andrews. Yes. The Dollengangers. I know. Flowers in the Attic. Seeds of Tomorrow. Thorns of Yesterday. Garden of <laughs> Sorrow. Um, so this is the last issue in this arc. Um, so each new series that they put out is literally just like a new arc. I don't know I don't know what's going on. Um, so the next one <laughs> is The Steel Prince, The Rebel Army. Of course I'm going to get it, but I'm like annoyed by it right now. Um, so yeah, this is the, the last issue in this arc. This is Prince Maxim. He completes the Knight of Knives, which are the four, three trials. And he's only doing it so he can get respect from the armies that he is supposed to command who don't believe that he's actually good at what he does or can lead them. They think he's just a spoiled prince. So he goes through these trials to prove to them that not only is he capable of making hard decisions, he can actually follow through with them and not get killed. Um, but the funny part is he doesn't do it on his own. <laughs> he gets to his last trial and they realize that he's going to die. So two of his like most loyal people go through, cheat the system, and fucking save him. So it's like if David Blaine teamed up with 
Thank you, yeah. Chris, Chris Angel. Yes, yes. Uh, that's our theme for the day, since all of my comics have to do with magic. Uh, David Blaine. <laughs> so I will be referencing him at least once every two minutes now at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. Um, I still just really enjoy this because I really enjoy the character himself. I'm not sure about the actual story. I just like seeing the things that he does because again in the books that I've read where it's you know 10 15 years later it's him as king he's a dick so it's cool to see how he became an asshole because he actually is like very naive and spoiled in these books but he's trying to do better so that when he does become king he'll be a good king and he is a good king he's just a dick i mean seems to be something you'd have to do yeah. or to be a king, you kind of have to be a dick. Yeah, he's ends up being a very good king. Hey, is it my turn now? I yes. Guess. I have Batman Last Night on Earth. This is issue number two of three. Is that how all the DC Black Labels are? Three it's issues? So far. That's what it seems like. Yeah. It was... It's all right. I don't have a lot of feelings on it, honestly. I'm sure a lot of other people will like it a lot. It's because of the team. I think that's... Anyone that I've talked to anyway, they've they've been really into it, and I think mainly just for the team, not so much the story. Yeah. it's And it's not, like, a bad story. It's kind of, you know, Batman in this weird futuristic world that was destroyed by... Oh, that's that one. Yeah. I remember you talking. Okay. That was I remember destroyed now. in that. Yeah, yeah. He found the Joker head, and now he's kind of just trying to find his way to Gotham and figure out who, like, figure out who the big bad is. And, you know, it's just. I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain how I feel about it, honestly. Thankfully, there's only three issues. Yeah, there's only three issues. Like, I'm intrigued and I want to see but it's one of those things where it's indifferent that's the word I was trying to think of and that's that's yeah that's exactly how I feel about this it's a little indifferent I arts arts pretty good and can you show the joker head it's way too small there is a panel that just looks like a child scribbled into the Joker head and colorists were forced to do their best. But the other parts of it were really great. <laughs> like, it's just, it was such a tiny aspect. I'm sure it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. No. It's just like how I was mad about Batman's cape laying the other day. It was just like very trivial, small thing. But sometimes they can make or break the story, though. Yeah. It was Especially just. if it's something that, like, bothers you the whole time. Well, it was just funny because I, like, all of the rest of the book is just so, like, intensely done that I guess it was something that kind of, like, drew me out for a second. But I don't know. I'm not a fucking artist. That's not an easy job. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Fuck me, am I right? I can't draw you there, and I'm sitting here being very critical of these these arts. I, you should see the way I draw faces. I, I can't even draw a goddamn... Can't even draw a fucking circle. I cannot either. <laughs> Tried to draw an acorn one time and it looked like a tomato. <laughs> uh, I got three. Three? Three. Okay. Well, I can't really talk about this one. 
I can't really talk about these last two, but Sorry. I can't. I kind of okay. can. I'll go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have. Uh, she said destroy. I don't know how long this series is going to be. I I've, I feel like it was going to be five issues. I don't even know. I don't know what's going on in the story. I don't. I like. I can't keep up with it. I don't feel like they're very clear clear on who the characters are. I knew kind of what happened in this issue because I read it three times, <laughs> trying to understand what was going on. Um, so it's two gods fighting who are siblings. They're fighting against each other because if the people forget, the gods won't exist anymore. Sibling rivalries and all that good junk. Um, the main character in this is a woman named... Winona. Wino. Why? Yeah, there she is. Um, but she has been a conduit kind of type person to the the god Morrigan, the goddess of death or whatever. So her people, her believers, are witches essentially. So the opposite god Bridget, who is the god of the sun, she's what's considered the bad guy in this. She sends her people to kill the witches to just eliminate them. Um, they kind of infiltrate the lair or home or wherever Winona is, but because she's being spoken to by Morrigan, she is led away from the battle. Uh, her friends and everyone that she was like raised with is being murdered or taken prisoner and stuff, but she's being spoken to by the goddess Morrigan. It's weird. Um, I still, I honestly, I think the only thing I really like about this is the colors. <laughs> um, I like the idea of the story. I thought it was really cool, and I think that's why I'm sticking through because I want to see who's actually going to win um, and how it happens because it's just fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I'm not too into it. This is another one that I'm indifferent towards. And I guess that'll happen every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. But then you just keep reading for... Well, at this point, so I read the second one because I was like, I kind of want to see, like, maybe the first one was just a fluke. Like, maybe the mm-hmm. second one will explain more. And it did explain more, and I was interested enough to keep it on to get the third one. Now I'm more than halfway through. If there's five issues, what would be the point of dropping out now? It's so stupid. Yeah, you're not wrong. <sighs> I, I get it. Yeah, it's just stupid. That's why I have so many number one through fives. Mm-hmm. I will briefly talk about Conan. <clears throat> it's number eight. I haven't read it. There will there are a lot of red glowing eyes in it. Oh, that'll be fun. Ooh, I see what you mean. There's tons of them. Yeah. <gasps> so I believe there's a lot of, lot of baddie stuff coming. I'm looking forward to reading it. And that's all I have to say about Conan. If you like violence, this book is for you. Go go ahead. Uh, This is one that I also can't talk about. (laughs) This is Rat Queens. I have not read it yet. Um, I also realized that I just haven't started this new arc yet. The Ryan Farrier. Is it Farrier or Farrier? This is Ryan. Um, he I'm took over. I'm sorry, for, Ryan. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'll have to watch a, a YouTube video with you or something so I can get your name. Um, but yeah, I haven't started this one yet. But I can already say, based off of the art and the little bit that I've read so far, that I'm loving this way more with this team. 
Uh, I'm just going to just show both of these books at once and talk about them both at once. Uh, the Green Lantern Annual came out today, and then Batman Secret Files also came out today. I haven't gotten a chance to read either one of them quite yet, but Batman... Green Lantern stuck in a cell phone. Yeah, Green Lantern stuck in a cell phone from the way it looks. The wireless one. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman Secret Files is a bunch of little short stories by a few different writers kind of like the first one all about different Batman villains so that's cool I didn't realize that oh and it's a city of Bane tie-in yeah and it's a city of Bane tie-in okay. so it's a really like I don't know I really like the first secret files so looking forward to this one as well cool okay so what do you want to do um let's do deaths then. okay so I picked up because we love teeny yeah because we love teeny it's a double teeny week for me a double dip, teeny dip. A, a double dip, teeny dip. <laughs> uh, I got Death's Head. I made Heather read this because I thought she would also enjoy it, and she did. I loved it. <laughs> it has so many great characters in it. It does. Uh, so you're dealing with Death Head, Death's Head. And I had no idea who this character was. Me, me, me either. Uh, but he is a, a robot bounty hunter who is essentially sent through space and lands on Earth. I knew I shouldn't have done this. You put on the wrong playlist. I just didn't think you wouldn't be able to stand, sit still. Uh, you're going to look just so ridiculous in all of this video. Um, who's Yes, he is a, a robot bounty hunter for Yondu. Well, used to be. Yeah, used, used to be. He gets... Sent through a, a portal down to Earth. And becomes an amp and somehow gets tied up with Wiccan and Hulkling. Who are so good. Yeah. and They're so cute and I love them. Yeah, the interactions between them are really great. But I, if you're looking just for something like fun, I think this would be a good, a good choice. And you don't have to have really any sort of familiarity with the characters, I don't think, at least. No, not at all. Um, because the only, like, Wiccan and Hulkling thing that I had even read before was that short story. Okay. Uh, in the War Scrolls, the yeah. Loki one. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. If you just know who they are, I feel like you'll be able to at Pe least understand. I would say, like, piece it together. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very quick, fun, easy read. And I'm just excited for more. Yeah, no, it's it's and it's only going to be I think four or five issues, so it's not Super not very easy. big. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do Farmhand? Yeah, let's talk about Farmhand. This was a weird one, and this one technically came out last week. Yes. But we did not get it until this week, so that's why we're talking about it now. Yeah. So don't be confused. Yes. It was a. It's a wild ride. Yeah, I. I really like the way this ended. It's this whole story arc has been very like surprising in the like pacing it's taken and what's been happening. Yeah, and it's been a lot has been happening. Oh yeah, it's been insane. Like it's been like all over the place too and like at times I I have been a bit confused and I've had to like go back and reread certain mm -hmm. things, but I it really pays off in this issue. Yeah, it's definitely I think this is like, kind of low-key crept its way up into one of my, like, favorite books I'm reading right now just because it it just keeps keeps getting better. It's insane how, like, it keeps getting better. 
Yeah, and yeah, especially with this story arc, because I wasn't really into it until issue like four, mm-hmm. and then that was when I it, I kind of caught on to it and was like, oh my god, this is really good. But this story arc, every single issue has been so good. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to all of like the next story arc and seeing what happens, because I feel like shit's about to get fucking nuts. Yes, and for those of you who have been reading... Um, or who haven't been reading, I guess. Uh, Farmhand is about a seed that is scientifically grown to help people with limb transplants, organ transplants, and that kind of thing. Scientific should be used very, very loosely here. Yes, very loosely. <laughs> Some David Blaine science. Thank you. Because <laughs> I forgot to mention David <laughs> Blaine again. Um, yeah, it's... Pretty much, it's the story of how David Blaine <laughs> creates limbs for artificial transplants. Um, it backfires on him because, as everyone should know, magic is chaotic. You can't control it. And David Blaine should know the I best. I don't know why he keeps trying. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it kind of backfires. Uh, the people with the transplants and stuff are becoming overgrown, I guess. Yeah. And violent. And this issue is kind of leading up to realizations and stuff from one of the main characters, uh, David Blaine's son, uh, his childhood, and how it affects his life now. And, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. He really does look like David Blaine, though. Not the old man. No, no, not the old man. I mean, Um, yeah, he looks like David Blaine. But, yeah. Very interesting, um, very fun. It has been pretty violent too, like the last few issues. So. Yeah, and not and like not like violent in like a guns and like oh no no stabby sort of way, but just like plant violence. Yeah, it's kind of like if you watch that movie, um, like the crazies, when the disease or whatever or infliction starts, mm-hmm. it's like them when they're overrunning the town. That's like the kind of violence, like. I don't know, rioting kind of violence yeah. is what it seems like. Okay. That was weird. Um, okay, so this I is... F- I feel like Avengers is yeah. best next. Yeah. We both got the Avengers. Um, I get this all the time, but Champ is getting it this time because of the Ghost Riders. Yeah. I really... I mean, when they made... They drug... Dragged? Dragged, yes. Dragged. They dragged. Dragged. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider down to hell. I was very interested to see what would happen during this story arc and knowing that they were going to bring all of the Ghost Riders together. So I was excited. Oh, you got a, you got a bloody Avengers. Oh, damn. What does that mean? I got a special bloody version of it. You can see. Look at that A. That's blood. <laughs> I got it. Champ didn't. Whatever. Last week I got, like, tons of them. Whatever. (laughs) I don't actually know what that means. It's just bloody. And yours isn't, so. It's like the absolute carnage business. Oh. It's absolute carnage. Um, But, yeah, so this this starts the, uh, the story arc with the current... Would he be considered the current ghostwriter? Robbie Reyes. Yeah, I would suppose so. Uh, who is also in the Avengers, or considering the Avengers, he helped them during War of the Realms and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's him trying to exercise his demon car. <laughs> That's what starts it. Yeah. So And then you get a really good page reveal. 
Lots of good stuff happens in here. Yeah, this is actually, I really love this Avengers run so far. I think each arc has been really fucking cool. Uh, like, the first arc was Loki, the second arc was Namor, the third one was, like, the vampires, and then this most recent one was, like, the War of the Realms yeah. stuff, and then I... F- this isn't a new story arc, is it? Is it still part of War of the Realms? No, it's a new story arc. It's a new story arc. Yeah. So it's all just going to be Ghost Rider stuff. It's so cool. Yeah, that's and that's why I'm I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much... I have a weird, weird love for Ghost Rider. Don't know why, so... Um, I have no familiarity with him outside of, like, the Avengers, and then I also read the, the Donny Cates most recent Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider? Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider. I did read that, and I, I enjoyed that a lot, so... I don't know. How do you feel about Nicolas Cage? Oh, I love that Ghost Rider. That Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movie, like, <coughs> 10 out of 10. Chris Angel went and saw that with me, and he was blown away. Yeah. Um, like, he literally disappeared. Because <laughs> he's a theater kid. <laughs> he's all performance. He's not magic. Uh. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, David Blaine doesn't approve. <laughs> I, I talked to him about it. Um, also, just that Captain America's face there is really good. I didn't even see him. I I just didn't see him at all. I saw everyone else, and then I just I he I, looks hungry. <laughs> he's like just I'll pretend I'm sleeping. Yeah, he's like or I'll pretend I'm dead. If you tell someone who clearly has no acting chops to like pretend to be dead, that's the face that they would make while still breathing. <laughs> Like, chest is moving. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> is it over yet? Uh, yeah, Avengers, issue 22. So, yeah, if you like Ghost Riders, you don't have to be familiar with anything that's happened in the Avengers. You can just jump right yeah. the fuck in. He does a really good job of explaining, like, his history with the car. Yeah. And this. It, it, and, yeah, and it's just, just like, short pages. Yeah. So, okay, so next is Powers of X. Powers of 10. Powers of 10. Powers of 10. I always want to call it Powers of X. It's just like, that's bad. Because it's House of X and Powers of 10. Yes. And I get why it's called Powers of 10, but fuck you, Jonathan Hickman. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Giving me too many things to read every week. And just confusing the fuck out of me with the titles, having Mm -hmm. the same X, but just being different. Ugh. I don't want to start on it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't decrease the content inside. Yes, I need to hold this because I need to re-familiarize myself with the beginnings here. So this kind of, I wouldn't say takes off from House of X, but it kind of grants clarity to what's happening yeah. in House of X, I think. Which is why I think it is important, and it was mentioned, that you should read them together. Like, not one, not the other, just both of them. Yeah. Because it does, like, yeah, put a lot of clarity into some of the stuff that happened, and then also some of the stuff that happened here because you read House of yeah, X. Yeah, exactly. It just goes really in-depth into what's going to be happening to the mutants. and Within... Where's the years? Where does it explain? the The very beginning is... Oh, is it the beginning? Yeah, it's the first page you're oh, looking yeah, at. Oh, yeah, I was already there. Okay, yeah. Because <clears throat> it gives, like, four different timelines, I assume. That one we already know. Yeah. That's the House of X one. Yes. And then these are the ones that the are... The future. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it gives um, the... 
I mean, you can just give them away. Just don't. Just yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I don't know why I couldn't read that for a minute. Um, the first phase, the X-Men year one, the dream, that's pretty much the... Like, present? Yeah, and, like, the X-Men story that we've been following up to this point. So, we know. <clears throat> Charles Xavier's dream. Um, the next one is the X-Men year 10. That's the world. And that would be House of X. I just assume because of that stupid fucking helmet. <laughs> it's because he's so creepy. I hate it. He's same face. <laughs> um, next one is year 100, and that's the war. And then after that, year 1000, Ascension. So it's just explaining where the X-Men and the mutants and stuff, where their story is going. Uh, and they're in yeah. and all that. So it kind of goes, uh, each part of this book is a little section of all four of those timelines and gives you, like I said, the perspective of what's been happening or happened in the past and the future to kind of push and pull all of these things. It also, it's very important if you're reading this book to make sure to read the, like, book-type pages because they hold a bunch of information that's very crucial to the stuff you're reading. Right. Especially within the book itself. It's not something you can just kind of skip over. It, which I made that mistake at first, which is why I had to go back and reread it today because I started reading the second one and was like, shit, I didn't read that first one, and that's why some of this didn't make sense to me. Yeah, so it's it's very important to keep in mind to read that. Um, personally, I, I enjoyed this more than House of X. I don't know if it was just, like, the layout of the book, the four different timelines and s- such, or if it was the content itself, but... It was way more sci-fi way less superhero-y than like the other yeah. X-Men and that's or, personally why I enjoyed it more or like I feel like the first one was fairly political yeah and it's I mean it was <laughs> right and it is important and yeah. I feel like it's crucial to the story as well but yeah this was more my speed not that yeah not that political stuff isn't important or good to read I just yeah this was way more sci-fi mm-hmm and I really enjoyed that part of it. The whole, like, tube tanks, yeah. stealing her memory, whatever. The I, I like the series a lot. I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. I have been really mad, like, this last year with all the X-Men things that I've been reading because I've been really enjoying them, except for the first half of Uncanny. But, you know, everything else I've just really enjoyed. It's been great. Uh, yeah, and the art for both of House of X and Powers of Ten is just really great. The colors are wonderful. Um, I, I like it. Yeah, and I, I would, if, I would recommend it. However, there is, you know, House of X too, and it's every single week. Yeah, and, so, and, and it is only six issues. But which, 12 altogether. Right. So, it is a little bit of a... Costly sort of thing. Yeah, it's a little work because each issue, as far as I know, anyway, is going to be four ninety nine. Because I did see that last or next week's issue is also four ninety nine. Okay, so I feel like that's just going to be a consistent. Was that five? Yeah, both. Okay, the first ones were both five. Yeah, so it is a little more expensive than regular comics, but you're also getting way more content. Yeah, you're getting a lot of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I mean, and if nothing else, like definitely consider picking it up in trade because that will be totally worth it as well. Mm -hmm. It'll be super worth that. I suppose if I 
I, I gotta keep reading the story now. Yeah, no, I do too. I have to. I'm glad I added it last week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Powers of Ten, House of X, J. Hicks, doing damage, you know, like usual. Making us read books instead of comics. But, I mean, this actually works out because my goal for the year was to read 75 books, and we're seven months in, and I've read six books. So I'm just going to consider these books and just write them I mean, just think about all of the comics you read. I know. That's so many. But I I haven't been taking—if that's the case, I won. I beat it. <laughs> I beat it in, like, February. Um, I'm not even competing with anyone but myself, apparently. <laughs> I beat myself, and they are done. I did it last year. It took me... I finished my goal, and it was only 50 books on December 31st. I set these goals and then just get so lazy. I haven't read a full book since February. I I always blame my lack of book reading on all of the comics I'm reading, because it's just like... And that's honestly what it is. I'm just like, I'm reading so many comics, like, there's no book time. If I, If I don't have any free time... Like, it's, if I have any free time, it's mostly spent reading books. And then it's like, well, now I need free time from reading books for, right. like, a good solid half hour to a day. My my problem is I pick up a book and just stare at it and say, wow, this is very wordy. <laughs> There's no pictures. Why aren't there pictures in this book? And then I have to set it down because I just get overwhelmed because I forgot what it was like to read an actual book. Like a novel. Just... Give me the books you're about to read. I'll draw in them. <laughs> Thank you. I would appreciate that. Let's just block off parts, parts I, of the book. I started a 200-page book two weeks ago. That should have taken me a single day to read because you uh, know how fast yeah, I read. Yeah, you read really fast. And two weeks later. God, I love this song, too. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> sorry. We just That was a good off. rant. Uh, so, yeah. Pick up comic books and read books. Do yeah. all of the shit, dude. Make sure... You get the Avengers with blood on it, so you can be cool like me. And pick up House or Powers of X. Check out Farmhand. Mm-hmm. Everything that we got this week. Also, a uh, huge shout-out to David Blaine. Um, you've really inspired me to, you know, take up my lifelong dream of becoming a street magician. So uh, catch me Midtown, omaha sometimes. Uh, Friday, Saturday nights, I'll be in Blackstone. Uh, never in Benson, so don't even come at me with that. <laughs> Bye, Thank everybody. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> what just happened? I, I have no idea. <laughs> you just let me go free, and I just started talking. <laughs> yeah, you did. You really went